Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Emma and Nigel presents... Is... It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. Is this anything? All right, let's rock and roll. Yeah, right, Hammer, how do we play Is This Anything? I am going to run a few stories by you. You break down all the information that's been presented and give us a final verdict. Is the story anything or not? There's a guy in San Francisco named Steve, but everybody's calling him Dollarita Steve (laughs) because of what he was doing during an earthquake last Friday. Here is Dollarita Steve telling his amazing tale. I was just slamming some dollaritas up at the Applebee's and uh, with my <laughs> friends, and it was a it was a big shake. It was only like probably a couple seconds, but it was real. Everyone like stopped talking. Yeah, it was it was heavy. It was a big one. It was a 3.9. Ooh, that's heavy. All right, fair enough. That's a good one. Yeah, that, that's definitely one of the bigger ones I felt. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, dollaritas back. Dollaritas, Steve of Applebee's. Yeah. I love it, Carl. Can you play that one? Just play the beginning one more time. I, I want to hear him say it. <laughs> Hanging out at the Applebee's. I was just slamming some dollaritas up at the Applebee's. Just slamming some dollaritas up at the Applebee's. A little slur, slight slur oh going on. Now, I'm looking at this guy. I now follow Steve Mazzari. That's his name, Dollarita Steve. I now follow him on Twitter. He's got uh, 1,900 followers. He's trending on, on, uh, on X, and he's even got a cameo now. Quote, hey, people, the Dollarita might be over. But I'm not done being an attention whoring ass. <laughs> I set up a cameo account and will be donating and will be doing dollar cameos. <laughs> Get it? Dolly dollaros dollar what whatever. He's trying to make some sort of stupid joke. Dollar cameos from Dollarita Steve. I think it'd be worth it. <laughs> I think I kinda want one. <laughs> I want a Dollarita and I want a cameo from Steve. The dude is uh like he's he's cut. He's in shape. He's no. This isn't some fatty at the bar at Applebee's taking advantage of the Dollaritas. He is. Uh, he, he's good-looking guy. But if you listen to that clip, though, no, there is a little slur at the beginning. So, well, Dollaritas. Cheryl back there making the drinks, yeah. putting a little something extra <laughs> in there. Some, some Dollaritas. You enjoyed some Applebee's last night after your colonoscopy. I did. I didn't uh, go in to eat. We got it carry out, so I didn't enjoy the Dollaritas. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah, man, I enjoy some Applebee's. I'm a chain restaurant guy. I know a lot of people don't like that, but, man, if you're going on the road and you don't really know where to go, you know what you're getting with an Applebee's. You know what you're getting yes. with a Chili's, right? Yes. Like, when I go to these cities to watch my son, you know, his college team, you know, bowl and do all that stuff, I don't know what I'm going to get at Mom and Pop's House of Grits, <laughs> but I know what I'm going to get at Applebee's. And by the way, those are like, there's something to be said for local establishments and eating sure. local. Um, not hating but, them, no. But the, there are local people that work in the national franchises, restaurants right. as well. They're so providing jobs. Right. Now, like, I know Ruth's Chris is like a national chain, but it's still damn good. I love St. Elmo, too, but don't get me wrong. But the, 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 these are all local people, local bartenders that are working the 
in the you know the franchises. Do you feel like like national chain type of places are sometimes cleaner? And the reason I ask is like if you've ever watched Bar Rescue with John Tapper. Oh man, Taffer. And he gets to some of these places, and their kitchen in the oh, back, yeah. it's it'll make it's it throw up. Like rats in the fryer, the deep fryer. Right. Yeah. Grease that's been on there since the Reagan administration. Like, I just don't know if that's the same level of filth you get no. at a place like, you know, Chili's or Applebee's or Man, something I like that. I haven't been to Chili's for, I can't remember the last time I've been to Chili's. It's got, it had to have been a decade. Chili screwed I, I, up by changing their chicken crispers. They changed them because I love the chicken crispers. Yeah, it's something different now. It used to be like the a different type, and they were awesome, and they totally screwed the pooch, man. Mm, I don't know if I'm buying it or not. Maybe I'll, maybe, maybe that'll be a goal of mine this week. Those are my goals that I had this week. <laughs> Here's my two goals: not to drink until until beer sample Friday. I'm trying to cut down on the empty calories. Okay. And my other goal. Chilies, chicken crispers. I think you're going to reach one of those goals. <laughs> as I as I'm complaining about my caloric intake <laughs> from beer, I turn around in the same breath and say, "But I do want to get the chicken crispers from Chilies." <laughs> Is this anything? A West Virginia dentist suggesting that it's better for the kids to eat their full bag of Halloween candy in one night than stretch it out over multiple days. It's much better for your teeth if you sit down and eat your full bag of Halloween candy at one time. I know it's going to upset your belly rather than we're going to hang on to this for the next couple months and every couple hours we're going to get in there and get some kind of candy out. That is probably the worst medical advice I've ever heard in my life. Medical or dental? Because I think there's dental, two different things Whatever. Here. I mean, you're going to turn it into a medical situation if you eat a bag full of chocolate. Like you haven't eaten a bag full <laughs> of chocolate. I've never eaten a bag full of chocolate. That, but, but she's right. I mean, the candy lasts for weeks at my house, and eventually we end up dumping it. Uh, but that is the worst piece of advice I've ever heard. I would never. Her name's Dr. Olivia Mason. Yeah, you're better off just eating the entire giant sack of sugar in one sitting. So there's nothing to the theory that. You're going to punish your teeth for one night as opposed to doing it every single night for a month? I would probably maybe just suggest brushing your teeth every night. Well, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not as anti this dentist as you are. You yeah, know what you are? You're an anti-dentite. <laughs> nice Seinfeld reference there. Thank I you. like it. Is this anything? Ever wonder why there aren't any more Ozfests? And nope. I'm asking you specifically, Nige, because you're the only one that would be wondering why there aren't any more Ozfests. Yeah, they they were popular back in the day. They began in 1996, and they ended in 2018. On the new version of the Osborns podcast, Sharon Osborne tells the rest of the family why Ozfest, the big music festival, no longer exists. All the bands were our mates, but the managers were greedy. And for some reason, they thought that we were making billions, billions on it. And we weren't. We made a profit, but it was not like we couldn't retire on it. Managers and agents wanted more and more and more. And, and it just wasn't cost effective is, anymore. So is that ultimately why Ozfest? We stopped. Years and years ago, one of the bands, it was the second Ozfest we did, or the third, wouldn't go on stage until I agreed to give them 10000 more dollars. Wow. And they were holding everything up. And I said, of course, of course, I'll give it you. What band? 
Say it. Say it. Danzig. And oh. then I didn't give them the money. They went on played and I went, F you. And you signed a contract, your agent agreed it, and you're just gouging. It's always these managers that screw things up for these rock bands. It's never, right. the, it's never the bands, it's the managers. And good for her. I thought she was going to tell them. Like, what What an a-hole Glenn Danzig is. I'm not taking the stage until you give me $10,000. Okay, sure, whatever. And then she tells him to F off afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's something. That's an interesting story. I uh, went to a few OzFests back in my day. They rocked. Who um, were some of the bands that played OzFest? Do you God remember? Smack, Disturbed. I had a really good interview with Dave Draymond, from, uh, the lead singer from Disturbed. I love that guy. He's really smart. That got, I think he's got like a three college degrees. Um, but, yeah, those were fun back in the day. And that's not for the casual concert goer. Like, you're in the yeah. mosh pit of OzFest. Right. You're in, right. you're in you're it in to trouble. win it. You're, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hammer and Nigel Show.